Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome everybody to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 78. This is six in the series that we're calling Fact Check. We're fact checking all these different quotes. I'm glad you knew and what the name of the series phrases. was. Just it now. actually just came into my head. I did not prepare to <laughs> so say that's that. What that pause was for? Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, this series is called uh, <laughs> Fact Check. I had no idea what it's called. <laughs> yeah. So it's <laughs> good title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, in the series, we're talking about these different quotes and phrases that we hear a lot on social media and just in our culture in general. And we're fact checking them and holding them up against the scripture in James. I'm going to let you take it from there because yes. I have a feeling I'm going downhill really fast with my description <laughs> you, of it. You knew the title. I, I knew was, the I title and I knew where we were headed. But Sorry, you know, give, me, give it to me again because I also messed up the intro. So we're on 78 <laughs> of the whole yes. podcast ever. Yes, of the right? whole podcast. So 78 episodes. Yes. Sometimes I can't believe that though. When we say those numbers like that, I'm like... So we did this thing, and we've made it to 78 episodes? Yes. Wow. It's yes. like a year and a half, because we basically do one every single week. Mm-hmm. There's a few weeks of the year that we don't, right? Yeah. Hol- it falls on Christmas a holiday. Time, stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, that's basically, 78 would be more than a year and a half of stuff. Yeah. So cool. So 78, and then sixth Six. in the series. Yes. The Fact Check fact Series. Fact Check Series. Taking just these, these nuggets of, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. wisdom that yes. we hear around us. And throwing them up against, like Chloe said, up against um, a incredibly important verse on wisdom that we find in James, mm-hmm. in James chapter 3. I think it's 14 through 17, something close to that. Um, we'll, Chloe will fact check for you and make sure that's right. But I'm pretty sure it is. James <laughs> 3, um, 14 through 17. And the reason that this, obviously this is just a incredibly important piece of scripture on wisdom. One of the reasons it is, is because of who is writing it. Um, it, This is coming from James, who is the bold little brother of Jesus, who was a complete, total cynic, skeptic prior to Jesus's resurrection. And you would be too, if your brother told you he was God. Um, And so there's there's just an insane amount of truth that can come from this because James has known and walked with Jesus his entire life, even if he didn't trust him yet. Um, even if he didn't know he was his Lord yet or place his faith in him, he he knows him so well. Um, and then just the, the, the visible proof of Jesus being real and true um, that, that James gives to the situation, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's just a, a validity that comes from this that mm-hmm. is just amazing. And so to me, that means that this particular scripture on wisdom is just one that we could really filter anything that we see in our life through. And so um, that scripture, is it 14 through 17? Was that yes, right? It John is. 3, 14 through 17. So yes. what it happens in there is he tells us what false Not John. wisdom is. You said John. I said John. James. <laughs> Sorry. Right, James. I think I said James right the whole time. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, what he does is he tells us what false wisdom is. And so yeah. he says, hey, look, false wisdom in this world, you need to know what it is. You need to be aware. Mm-hmm. And so let's just recap it. We've got a... We've got a um, a picture, a meme, a graphic that's on the social right now Mm -hmm. that I think people should utilize and keep. Mm -hmm. I've saved that graphic on my phone Mm -hmm. so that I can constantly, when I feel like I, when I see something, I'm like, oh, is that good advice? Or when I feel like the enemy's placing this, this advice in my heart, Mm -hmm. I can kind of go quickly back to this. Um, 
you know, and, and I think sometimes people will be like, well, you're a pastor. You don't memorize it. Um, right. No, that's not one of my strengths when it comes to things. I memorize numbers really well. I do yeah. not memorize scripture Words. and phrases and that kind of stuff. It's yeah. hard for me. So yeah. um, what, what it says in that graphic, what we put in the graphic, but what he's talking about is he says, look, false wisdom is three things. Here's your grid to figuring out whether or not this is wisdom from God, this is true wisdom or not. Right. It's earthly, which means it's focused on the here and now. It's unspiritual. That's James's word. The way we describe that is, is it means that it's all on your own power, right? Mm-hmm. It has no, no, um, no. It gives no credence to the power of the Holy Spirit, right? Yep. And so it's all on your own power. And then he says it's demonic, earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. And don't get freaked out by the demonic word. Mm-hmm. It just means that it's you centered, yeah. right? That it's not God at the center. Anything without God at the center um, is demonic, right. right? And so we don't have to think about you know. People's eyes rolling back in their head and heads flying around or anything like that. You know right. what I mean? Like, so he's talking about the fact that anything that you see that's focused on right here, right now only, that is all about you and your own power, and it is always you in the middle of it, or or not just you, but people-centered, right? It's just about us. We're the center of the world. That's going to be false wisdom. Right. And so what we did in the series, what we're doing is we're saying, well, then what is true wisdom? And true wisdom, because he's laid this out this way, is really easy to know what it is, right? And so true wisdom is eternal. Right, it's not here and now. It's it's eternity focused. Right, it has a much bigger perspective of eternity and time and space, and not just now. It's Holy Spirit led. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's not unspiritual, but instead it's Holy Spirit led. So it's all about God's power, and then it is holy. Right, and so it's in other words, meaning it's God centered. Right. So it's God in the middle of all things. Everything flows around God, not everything flowing around us. And so you take that grid, and then you can grab any bit of wisdom that comes your way. Something your grandma used to say to you, you've heard your whole life, you know, something that's popping up like, I don't know about you, but Chloe talks about this a lot because she's younger and she's on these platforms a lot that, you know, there's countless crap that's floating to us that, that is wisdom, how to live your mm-hmm. life, how to do things, how to be who you're supposed to be, how mm-hmm. to, you know, how to grow up, how to handle your money, how to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Social media has given the platform to everybody to hand you out wisdom. Yeah. Right. So everybody has a platform now if they want it. It's yeah. free. All they got to do is create a profile and start getting people on it. They have a platform and they can share wisdom. Right. Yeah. And so can we. Um, and so it's around us all the time. So you can take any of that crap you get from anywhere mm-hmm. and throw it through this filter and go, is this something I should be following? Is this holy? Is this is this true wisdom of God? It, or is this false wisdom? Right. right. And so the way we would say that is, is this wisdom or is it not? Right. Because yeah. when you say false wisdom, it means not wisdom. Right. Yeah. Um, so we've been hitting a bunch of them. Like, Chloe, name some of the ones we talked through. We talked through YOLO. We talked through it is what it is. We yes. talked through don't jump puddles for someone. No, don't cross oceans for someone who wouldn't jump a puddle for you. Right. Right. Um, those are the only three I can think Do of. Do what you love and yes. success will follow. Yes. Um, yeah, just different stuff like that. Um, and so what we said was just take this, put it through that grid, yeah. and then you're going to, if it fails one, it's failed. And by the way, if it fails one, it'll fail at all. Right. And then we've also kind of erupt. You just accidentally have said that the reason that we typically buy into these things is mm-hmm. because there's a little bit of there's a little bit of truth in it. Yes. Right. And that's the way the enemy always works with false right. wisdom. That's why James is saying this to you to begin with, is that you got to be able to decipher it because it's going to sound and seem like it's right. Right. Because they'll take a little bit of truth and and twist it. Right. right? And so today we're going to hit what we're going to hit, Chloe. Today we're talking about. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. And that one is not anything new. 
No, not this at all. This one's been around for forever. In fact, I actually feel like, I mean, and maybe I'm not seeing it more, but I feel like I'm seeing it more. Like on Facebook and stuff like that, I see so many people sharing things about like, this year is about me and I'm doing me and I'm going to do what makes me happy. I'm tired of looking out for everybody else, like that sort of thing. And I feel, I don't know. It could just be me. It could just be the things that I'm seeing on Facebook, but I'm seeing like a lot more of that. There is a cultural shift. And I don't know if I'm prepared to talk about this fully right um, right now because the podcast is, we, we haven't designed the podcast for us to be sitting down giving you a full on dissertation no. or sermon. Right? There this are is a no conversation. notes in front right. of me right There's now. I have the here. series, the number of the episode that we're in and the series title yeah. or the episode title. Yeah. And, that's and I'm not real prepared, <laughs> but, but I preached a series during the election craziness of uh, a couple of years ago yeah, um, where we talked through um, authority in our lives, right? And one of the pieces that I touched on as we were talking through that was this concept of freedom. Um, what freedom does is over time is it just cannibalizes itself and continues to eat itself, mm-hmm. right, until there's no freedom. Because what happens is, is, that, is that freedom is not... Um, I can do whatever I want with no regard to anybody else. But that's what freedom continues to do to itself yeah. if it's left unchecked in that way, right? And so I do think that we are, and I'm not slamming the culture at all. I, I'm here to reach the culture, right? right. I, God, God has appointed us in this time, in this place, right, and these people, not to hate them and despise them, but to love them and share the grace of God with them, right, right. and care for them. So I'm not tearing the culture down. I'm just kind of saying what's happened culturally. There has been, a, I think, a very rapid acceleration of um, personal freedom trumping what it does to other people or what other people think about it, right? Yeah. And so and that's a pursuit of um, do what makes you happy mm-hmm. and don't worry about nobody else, right? And so I definitely think that there's a newer culture of that. I'm raising a teenage daughter, and I can tell you that in that culture that she's in, there's definitely a push or pursuit to um, do whatever makes you happy, in whatever it looks like, in whatever way it needs to be, disregard for other people in those ways. Right. But you know what you what you are going to do, what's going to make you happy is more. I, I do see parents pushing their teenagers as they become adults, young adults, to do that. That that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Um, and so, of course, if I believe this is true wisdom, then I'd be leading my child in it. Um, right. But I am not. Valerie and I are not leading our child into that the most important thing in her life is for her to be happy. Right. And I do think that there is much more of a push of that yeah. um, culturally. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, do what makes you happy has been around for forever. Um, this is sort of, you know, in nature tied all the way back to original sin, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that you obviously know where we're going with this, but to me, this one's like YOLO. It fails in about four seconds of putting it through this grid, right? Yeah. So let's stick it through there, right? Let's just make it easy. Oh, and by the way, before we do this, there is a we we found out last week that there is a small group. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That talk was talking to Chloe about this. Is yes. a small group. Um, and if you're not churched, a small group is just a 
you would think of it as Bible study, but mm-hmm. it's just a gathering of people that are walking through life together mm-hmm. and going in the same direction with their faith. A small group let us know that they're using this as curriculum. Right? Yes, they're listening to the podcast together and so talking right, about so it. So right now they're looking up to the sky, all weird in their room, trying to find a spot to look because they're just listening. It's just audio. There's nothing right. to look at. Right? There's nothing to look at. So they're like, do we look at each other? Right. Do we look so, at the floor? <laughs> what we no. said was we need to create a screensaver yeah. that has like my head on it and it just bounces around. Yes, and like they can the watch DVD that. one. That yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. They that just watch fun. that while they listen to it. But anyway, yes. we're thankful that they're listening. Yes, so, I think it's so cool. Hi, everybody. Yeah, hey. So, so all we're going to do is help you right now. Take a bit of wisdom that you hear, throw it through the grid, right? So let's throw, do what makes you happy through the grid. Is it uh, earthly? Is it, for false wisdom, is it earthly? Is it focused on the here and now? Yes. Chloe, what would you say? Yeah. Is there any like... <laughs> Is there any even hesitation in answering yes to that? No, no, no hesitation. Because when you're doing what makes you happy, it's more about like what's here in front of me, what's right now. And I'm going to do whatever's going to make me happy in this moment. And that phrase is kind of designed to be, do what makes you happy right now. Mm -hmm. Do what makes you happy next week. Mm -hmm. Do what makes you happy when you're older, right? It is completely earthly, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could ever put it in the true wisdom part of this and say right. it is eternal, right. right? I mean, you could throw a word in here and change it real quick, and it would be like, do what makes God happy, right? right? I mean, then you would all of a sudden get an eternal perspective. Right. Um, but it definitely seems earthly, well, don't you I, think? Yeah, and I was even going to say, like, do you think it could come down to the idea of, like, happiness is like the momentary like here now but like joy is the thing that like sustains so like if you're doing what makes you happy then it's going to be for a moment like you're going to be happy and doing what makes you happy isn't always necessarily like a bad thing like sometimes when you're thinking about doing what makes you happy like getting drunk this weekend is going to make me so happy I'm not saying that for me personally I'm just saying like someone could be out there thinking you know getting drunk this weekend would make me so happy but like that's not going to bring you like the happiness is not going to last. Like you're going to be happy for a moment and then it's going to pass. And so uh, like, yeah, I think you're right. I'm glad right. you brought that up. Right. Cause I think, I think the very fact that you have the word happy in here shows yeah. you that it is. It's going to pass. Now yeah. Because happy is temporary. Yes. Right. Yes. Happiness is a very no one is happy emotion. every day, all the time for like their entire lifespan. And I don't think that you, I don't think that you pursuing happiness mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Um, because we are we are complex creatures designed in a complex way to to mirror in the image of a complex god right and so we are by design emotional and that is not a bad thing right jesus christ was an emotional person right and if all you're ever doing is focusing on the emotion of happy you're missing out on all the other emotions that need to be there as well, right? That that right. do that are important and that right. do form a, you know, a more well-rounded person, and that you must walk through mm-hmm. in the way that you've been designed. Right. Like you can't just feed your happy dog all the time. Yes, right? you know what I mean. Yes, like, it makes me think about Inside Out and how like the whole. Have you seen that movie? Yes, it's, it's phenomenal. A great movie. Right. So like, it makes me think about the whole thing of like the little like happy girl. I mean, her technically her name is Joy, but Joy, like, right, right. Happy like. 
she basically comes to learn like she's constantly trying to like suppress all the other emotions yes. living in the girl's head and she's like you know it's like she all of her memories have to be happy memories and all of her memories have to be yes. like all these things and then it comes down to at the end of the movie they're like she finds out you know there's room for all of these things yes, and there has and to be to because be. it it's not possible for every every memory to be happy there, there is no growth if all that you are focusing on is happiness the majority yeah. of your growth does not come through right. your happiness right the majority the of my growth has come through the times where I've been kind of miserable. Yes, you're right. <laughs> kind of sad, kind of yeah. like going through something, yeah, you know. I mean, sad, hurt, <laughs> right. angered. Like there's the, the growth happens in those things, not in just your happiness. Right. I'm glad you brought that movie up. It's a perfect example to this. Yeah. That that happiness is such a right here, right now mm-hmm. thing, and it is so fleeting. It is here one second, gone the next. I don't care how emotional or non emotional person right. you think that you are. I am a very emotional person. Uh, my emotions are on a roller coaster all the time. Um, I'm the Same. emotional one in my family, mm-hmm. right? Not my wife. It's me. Um, I'm happy one second. Uh, Want to jump off the bridge the next, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. just, just the truth. I feel you. I'm very emotional. And too. so, you know, to me personally, you can just see how happiness is so here and now, right. temporary, right? And so it it, come for, it fails right off the bat with yeah. the first grid. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, right off the bat. The next one would be unspiritual. And so it means all on your own power, yeah. right? Does it fail there? Yeah. I mean, and why do you think? Because it's you're doing what makes you happy. You are doing it, you know? Yeah. Yep. So it's it's about how, what can you do right. to make, to you, make happy. you happy, right? Yeah. We'll get to the you happy part in a minute, but... So, so if we're if we're breaking this thing down so far, we the first one we killed the happy part. Right. This one we would be killed the you do right. So that it's going to be you on your power. The thought that this this some people are not going to like this one. The thought that we have the power to do whatever we want in our lives and orchestrate things in a way that make us happy is crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. It's crazy. It's a crazy. I shouldn't say crazy. I'm trying to stop saying that. I'm trying to stop just oh. calling things crazy because it sounds, you know, it sounds dismissive. It sounds it's, ugly. It's right? nuts. No, I'm just, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, it, just it, it's out of touch with reality to say that I have the power. I don't have the power to wake myself up in the morning. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have If we really want to push. I don't, and if you don't believe in God, that's fine, too. You still don't you still don't make your heartbeat every day. Right. Right, you still don't consciously breathe. Try to consciously breathe, and you'll realize real quick that you start to forget, and yet you still breathe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you don't have the power. You cannot control what happens outside of you at all, much less what's inside of you. And so even if you were able to do what you thought would make you happy, there are people around you who are doing what they would make happy. There's going to be some conflict. You've got government around you. You've got the weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like you can't control the weather. You can't control what's happening in other countries. You can't control, you know, anything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so I, I think that obviously this piece of it is you doing it. It is focused on I have the power yeah. to make me happy. Yeah. So what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think you have the power to make you happy. Yeah. I, I just don't really think so. Right. Um, and that's why I think that a lot of self-help stuff, which I think is is needed and mm-hmm. good, and I'm glad we are in – self-help gets slammed in church a lot. I'm glad that we are in an era where there is much more talk about um, improving oneself and 
um, mental health mm-hmm. related things and what to do positively on your own for your own mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Which is where most health self help stuff comes from. Too. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. But it also gives this false sense of, well, I can do it. I can make it happen. Right. Um, and that to me is once again centered on your own. And if anything is centered on your own power, it's not going to be true wisdom. Yeah. It's just not going to be. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that puts you, like we're going to the next one, in a driver's seat. So yep. fail. Right. right. Fail, fail. All right. And then the third one, he says demonic, which means you centered. So if we take this phrase, let's break it up again. You do, that would be fail on the second one. Right. What makes you, that would be fail on the on the you centered one, happy would be fail yeah. on the first one. That right. was backwards, but you know what I mean. So um, you do what makes you happy. And now we have a conundrum. Yeah. Because... That is putting you at the center of things. Yeah. Um, You're at the center of your life. Everything is revolving around you and what you want. If a parent, if you if you put this through the lens of a parent, if a parent, the way the parent was going to go throughout their life with raising their children, right, who they're responsible for at least to a certain age, yeah. if their mantra was going to be this advice, I'm going to do what makes me happy, then there is disregard then for the people that you're responsible for. Yeah. Right? And so you can't be the center of it and still serve and respect and be responsible for the people you're responsible for. Yeah. Right? Not even bringing up right now whether God's the center of it. Right? And so, you know, you could you, you could turn around and go, I'm going to do what makes my children happy. Right? And now your children are in the middle of it, but not you. But the problem is anytime we put us in the middle of anything as the center of it, like the world is revolving around us, we are in trouble. And this statement is so clearly, I'm going to take everything in my life and everything that's going on and everything that I feel and everything that I need, and I'm going to make it revolve around me, right? I'm going to make it revolve around me. And And we fall for this one so easy. And so this one just fails I mean, pretty quick, about as quick as YOLO did, yeah. right? I mean, it just fails all across the board. Um, but there's still this, there's, but, but we still all fall into the believing this one, or at least pursuing it at different times of our life. Like, yeah. like I'm sitting here completely destroying this piece of wisdom, that it's false wisdom, and yet in my head I'm thinking about all the times, even recently, where I've decided in a moment or in something bigger than a moment, in a decision that would be long-lasting and impactful, that I will go by this wisdom without mm-hmm. even realizing it, right? Yeah. That it's all of a sudden we're like, well, I'm not doing that anymore because I'm miserable when I do that. So I'm cutting this out of my right. life and I'm not doing that anymore, no matter what the thing is, right? right? Whether it's temporary decision, you know, like like I'm going to do what makes me happy is a disregard of I'm going to trust God to tell me what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's tough. Yeah. If we're going scripture here, if we're going back to giving you some actual true wisdom, we would end up with the fact that doing what makes you happy is sort of this idea of following your heart, right? That's another way to say this piece of wisdom. Um, And Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is deceitful above all things, Mm -hmm. right? The heart is deceitful above all things. In other words, you can't just trust that because, you know, why is the heart deceitful above all things? Well, it is naturally sinful. So yeah. the unredeemed heart, right? And this is what we need to pay attention to. The unredeemed heart is full of wickedness and sin. 
And so a redeemed heart, though, even somebody who's a Christ follower, right? So that's what be, Chloe and I would have a redeemed heart. Mm-hmm. A redeemed heart, though, still often falls too easily back into these temptations, mm-hmm. right? Um, because it's deceitful. It's by nature, no, God's not the sinner. God's not the sinner. God's not the sinner. You are, right. right? And so I think that we have to realize that our our pursuit of happiness, our heart call will often deceive us into thinking it's the best thing yeah. when it's not, right? Um, and that's probably that little seed of truth that's in this one that makes us believe it is probably coming back to that joy part you were talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a confusion here of the pursuit of happiness versus the pursuit of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and joy can be pursued and that be true wisdom and that right. be godly because joy is a fruit of the spirit. Right. Right. And so it is something that God wants for you. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, just doing what makes you happy just doesn't make a lot of sense on an overall pursuit of godliness and wisdom. Right. You know, um, not just in Jeremiah Seventeen nine, where the heart is deceitful, but scripture. There's constant scripture about paying attention to what your motives are, what the drive is, what the voice that's speaking to you, the inner, the inner voice, the heart of the matter. Right. Yeah. Um, Proverbs three talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart. Right. So, what are we supposed to do with our heart? We're supposed to trust, trust in the Lord with it. Right. Yeah. In other words, let Him lead that heart, and then trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding because you don't know, but instead. In all your ways, acknowledge him, right? He's the one making the path straight. And that's important for us to pay attention to that in, in God does want you to be joyous, but joy is going to come from and be connected to growing with God in holiness. Yeah. And so I know you've heard pastor say this before. I've said it a ton of times. I say it to myself a lot. Adam, God is more concerned about your holiness than you are. And God is less concerned about your happiness than you are. Because he's more concerned about your holiness than your happiness. Because he's right. not trying to give you temporary happiness. Right. He's trying to give you consistent, like chronic mm-hmm. joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you do what, if you follow this advice, do what makes you happy, you will have to continue to go back to it because you won't be happy. Yeah. And I think that if you'll let God lead your heart, though, and pursue his holiness, his righteousness, what Jesus says is, is you make those things first, and all the rest of this will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. In other words, that joy comes, yeah. right? And that and that happiness is a part of joy, and that there are moments of those, but that will come when we let him direct and follow our paths. In other words, you're taking this piece of wisdom, and you're going, what's the true one here? The true one here is, um, I'm going to do what makes God happy. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to let him lead my life. Right. To, into joy, which yeah. is going to come from obedience and following him, yeah. um, which means that there will be lots of other emotions that go along with that and lots of struggles yep. that lead into and build into joy, not just this fleeting happiness that we're going to try to pursue over and over and over again. Right. If you do what makes you happy um, within a day, week, month, year, decade, you will no longer be happy with right. it. And then you'll have to do what makes you happy again, which will be different than what you did the first time. And it's just like never-ending cycle. cycle. You know what I'm saying? You're stuck, constantly chasing happiness. And I really, really, really do. I don't know if we said this during these series or not, but I really think that you can see that with false wisdom in your life, that it turns into this never-ending cycle, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's pursuing something that 
is fake and false, and it just does not satisfy. Yeah. Right? No, nothing ever works when we are in the center of it. Nothing ever works when it's on our own power, and nothing ever ever works when we have lumped it into just right this moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's true. I think um, the whole time I was thinking that is that right before you even talked about the scripture that says trust in the Lord with all your heart. Um, I was thinking like, this really is a practice of trust. If you're a Christian, you're following God. Like it's a practice of trust that like, I'm going to be obedient to him. I'm going to do what he calls us to do and then, or calls me to do. And then I'm going to trust that he is going to bring the joy with it. I don't have to go and chase the things that are going to make me happy because he's going to bring joy with it. That's great. And um, I was also thinking too, like, I think we said this before we started recording, but we haven't said it while we were recording, um, that God isn't looking for us to be miserable either. I've heard a lot of people use, like, coming against this phrase, like, obviously it's not a phrase that you want to live your life by. However, sometimes people come from, like, the far other end of the spectrum about it, and they're like, God God doesn't care if you're happy or not, or whatever, you know. Like, it's not that he doesn't care about you, and I think you were explaining it really well before we recorded, so I don't want to mess that up. No, 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 go go for it, because I don't (laughs) even No, I don't remember how you really said it. I don't either. (laughs) I just know that we were basically saying, you know, like, it's not that God wants you to be miserable like he cares about you sure but um he's more concerned with you becoming more like him and that whole process isn't always going to be happy you know and because he knows that that is what is going to bring you yes yes it's not about the temporary happiness it's about the eternal joy that comes with it like i know with and i I always it's probably because of the phase of life we're in but i always go back to you know parenting and children i'm not going to give them what makes them happy at that very second because i want them to have real joy and grow in the ways they need to grow which is what's going to really bring them happiness in the long run yeah. right and yeah. so like you know like the other night um we made our kids go to bed much earlier than they needed to right than they wanted to right because they needed to right right because we knew what was going to be going on and we knew that they were tired and wore out and irritable and all these things and of course they are mad right. that we're doing They're this not happy. Yeah. right but the next day, they're rested, right? right? And things are different. And so, you know, it's just those little ways. I was thinking about it like this, which is not what we said prior. So we're going to leave that floating out there. People have to just wonder what it is we were saying prior to recording. But Right. Um, so we don't remember either. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you, if you're a Christ follower, we have to constantly be in the practice of submission, right? And so we have to submit. Mm-hmm things to God, right? So we submit, in this case, we submit our happiness to God. God, I'm going to lay, I'm going to submit my happiness to you, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm going to let you build what you want to build in this and how you want to build it because you are all knowledge, all knowing, all powerful. You are almighty and I am not. And so I trust in you. Mm-hmm. You know, I place my trust in you and so that you can line up my paths to make them straight. So I'm going to submit my happiness to you. Yeah. And God does want you to be happy in lots of things. He wants to build true, never-ending joy. He wants to give you joy that you can have right now in the middle of chaos going on around you, right? Not a temporary fleeting happiness. And right. so he does not want you to be miserable, no. But he also is not putting you at the center of the world. Right. You know, you, you're not the center of things. Christianity that tells you the center of things is heresy. It is because that God is the center of all things. Right. But also Christianity that tells you that God's the center of all things and he wants you to be unhappy and you have to be unhappy because you're sinful. That is right. complete heresy. It's against the gospel of Jesus. Right. Jesus says, I came that you may have life and have it to the full. 
right? That doesn't that doesn't sound like miserableness, does it? I mean, it does not, not at all, all right? That's mm-hmm. not that's not Jesus saying I came here you can have life, and so in that life you could be miserable, and I'm gonna make sure that I tell you all the time how horrible you are, so that you can know, right. and we're on the same page. No, that's not what he says. Right. You know, the redemption of people into holiness into full life is giving God the most glory, right? Not yeah. him wanting you to be miserable. He doesn't yeah. want you to be miserable. Yeah. But he will walk you through. He yeah. will let you walk through. He will walk you through some miserable seasons to build in long-lasting true joy mm-hmm. and other things that need to be built in there because he does care about you, right, and loves you. Yeah. And I think you have to submit it, like to submit it. I, maybe a way we could conclude is we probably need to stop talking, especially if that small group still listen. Oh my gosh, y'all stop listening to the Echo Dot, the Amazon Echo Dot in your room. Um, like maybe just think about this: What is it in my life I need to submit to God? Like maybe this thing doesn't apply to you because you're not this person who's trying to pursue your happiness. You're trying to think of other people. You're trying to think of God. What do I need to submit to the Lord? Right. I need to submit all these things to him. So maybe it's not just happiness, but what right now do I need to submit to him and let him order the paths of it? Right. You know, um, I'm, I'm trying to constantly submit my happiness to God. This is a practice that I don't know if I can say that I've knowingly been, I have knowingly, but not like we're talking about on this level. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to do that. Um, I'm trying to say, you know, I want to do your will. And so I'm going to submit what's going to make me happy for the next five minutes or 10 minutes or the next year or whatever it may be, because I want to do your will. You know, I want to follow you. I want to do your will. I want you to have the glory. So, and I want people to know you. Right. So, you know, I mean, I think I would probably be much more earthly, temporary, happy in a job I could uh, clock out of at a particular time or whatever it may be, you know, but I'm trying to submit that happiness to the Lord and he does infuse and grow real joy in my life from these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's I think good. we're tapped out, Chloe. Yeah, I think that's all we got to say about that one. So, do what makes you happy. Fail. Fail. These <laughs> are all going to fail, the by the way, if you're, yeah. if you're keeping up. Yeah, none of these will pass the test, just so you know. That's why we picked them. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, this was episode 78, so we'll be back next week with episode 79. And will we continue in this series? Yep, we got a couple more left yeah. in the series. We got a few yep. more. Yep. We and do. so I don't know how many we end up with, maybe 10, 11, something like that. Right. But uh, we got a few more, and then we'll roll into a new series in the next several weeks yep. where I think what we're going to, we haven't titled it or anything yet, but I think what we're going to talk on, I know what we're going to talk on, is we're going to talk on, um, we're going to go pretty heavy and and specific to the church and talk about why the church in America is in decline. Mm. And so what are our thoughts about that? What are the reasons behind it? And Mm -hmm. all those things. And what will happen with that is it will not just be throwing rocks at a bunch of stuff around the world. It will be a responsibility that we need to bear. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's where we're going. Good stuff. Be sure to join us next week. Um, Be sure to follow us on social media. I think that's all I have to say. (laughs) Have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.